You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. I'm pretty sure you may have a few questions for the man sitting in front of me. Pete the Vet, good morning. Good morning. Pete, you came in chewing from our uh, hospice uh, coffee morning <laughs> as well. I have a little bun in front of me. You came in too. <laughs> mm, there's all sorts of goodies out there. I was enjoying a macaroon thing of some kind. Who did who did all that cooking? Uh, all of us did. You didn't need a meringue, did you? I've asked everyone oh, this. Oh, I did have a bit of a meringue. I made them. Oh, very nice. Thank you. Lovely. <laughs> Thank you, I'll take that. I should stop fishing for compliments. Um, Pete, what are you in to chat to us about? Well, I, I thought I'd mention something which is dangerous that a lot of people don't realise is dangerous. And that is a very simple pastime, which is throwing sticks for dogs to chase. I never knew that was dangerous. No, people wouldn't think it's dangerous. See, dogs love chasing things, and it's like a strong instinct that a lot of dogs have. And um, I've known many dogs that if you go for a walk with them, they go off into the woods, they come back with a stick, and they drop it at your feet, and they, they want you to throw it for them. And you throw it for them, and they run after it, they grab it, they come back again, and they put it at your feet again, they want you to throw it for them again. And they'll keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and they just love it. And so a lot of people kind of give in to this and they, they, they throw the stick for, the, for their dog and they think that, that there's no problem with that. But the thing is that sometimes and quite often it can go badly wrong and dogs can be badly injured by sticks. And this isn't just an, a, 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 a random rare occasion. In our practice we've seen three instances of this, this so far this summer. Three. And if you multiply that up by, I don't know, maybe 300 vet practices around the country, that's 900 cases this summer. Um, so it's something which happens a lot. And the precise um, sequence of events is this, that um, the stick is thrown a few times, no issue at all. It lands on the ground kind of sideways and lies there on the ground while the dog grabs it and comes back. That's not a problem. But then what happens is on one occasion, the stick will land in the ground a bit like a javelin, if you can mm. imagine. So it's, it's, it's stuck in the ground. And this is going. Well, one end is stuck in the ground, the other end is sticking up in the air. Now the mm. dog is madly chasing the stick and it goes to grab the stick as usual, except this time... Um, the end of the stick, because it's sticking up in the air, it actually impales the dog mm. at the back of their throat. Jeez. And they, they, because they're running at speed, they run straight onto this thing. And it's like literally they've been stabbed by the stick in the back of their throat, God. which is a very, very sensitive part of their anatomy. So um, the cases I've seen this summer, in each of them, there was a laceration at the back of the dog's throat. And it was, uh, in each case, it was somewhere between one and three centimetres and it was quite deep as well. So the cases that I've seen, what happens is that the, the, the dog immediately after it happens yelps and kind of stops chasing sticks and wants to go home. The owners go home thinking, what's wrong there? They don't really realise because you can't see anything. Oh yeah, because it's back of the... Back of the throat. Ooh. And then later on uh, in the evening they notice there's a few drops of blood around the house and the dog is in, the, in, in their bed looking miserable and they realise there's something bad here. So they've had to go to the emergency vet and you know um, the emergency vet would then sedate the dog and look at the back of the throat and then often have to give a full general anaesthetic and, and, and repair the wound. So um, those are the cases we've seen this summer and thankfully each of the cases have done well but I've seen, um, I've experienced of seeing some really bad outcomes of this one that I will never forget was um, when I was, wasn't long qualified and it was an emergency call came in from a woman who was actually standing beside a dog in the park and what had happened was her dog had literally bled to death 
on the spot. So oh he'd run onto God. the stick. The stick had lacerated a major blood vessel at the back of the throat, and the dog had just bled to death in front of her. Um, oh which my was, God, that is harrowing. Yeah, devastating. Devastating. And then on another occasion, we've had a few cases where w- what's actually happened is that there's been this the relatively small wound which has been stitched and healed up, but then um, it swelled up again. And what can happen is little bits of stick can break off and get stuck deep inside the tissues at the back of the throat. And so, so the, although an animal gets better initially, the, 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 the bit of stick that's, that's stuck inside the tissues um, causes an irritation. And so it swells up then. And, um, you know, then, then what happens is a discharge starts at the side of the dog's throat. And then you have to go looking for the bit of wood. Some case we had to refer for an MRI scan to try and find the bit of wood. It can be really, really, really complicated. So all this stuff can be prevented completely by simply not throwing sticks for your dog. Now, I'm not a killjoy. I don't want to take away the pleasure of chasing mm. sticks. So the alternative is is far better, which is to get um, a little ball that's designed to be thrown for dogs. And you get, they come with a long stick, you know, a kind of uh, a stick that you can use, a, a sort of ball throwing oh, stick. Oh, yeah, I know them. You see so you people don't get out your hands these. slobbery. You don't get your hands <laughs> slobbery, but as well as that, you can throw it for an awful lot further. Oh, You know, okay. the, the stick lets you throw a, a little ball from, for, for, I don't know, 100, 200 yards. And uh, my favourite kind of ball to throw is one that's called a chuck it. Um, it's, 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 <laughs> it sounds fun. It's, yeah, it's a good name. <laughs> and it, it's, it's quite a hard rubbery ball. It's still pliable, so when the dog chews it, it still kind of gives the dog a satisfying sort of squelchy sensation. But it, it can't chew the ball to shreds. Like if you use a normal tennis ball, for example, the, uh, some dogs will just destroy that tennis ball within five minutes. Yeah. So the chuck it ball is designed to be carried by dogs, so it's quite hard, um, quite tough. But the other thing is that I like about the chuck it ball is that it's got a, it's hollowed out, and when you throw it, it makes a little whistly noise. Not a very loud, annoying whistly noise, but enough of a whistle that the dog can hear it. Oh, and follow it. So they can follow the noise. I, I was saying to you just before we, we came on air, um, Pete, that I have a small rescue dog, so yeah. the Jack Russell thing. But she doesn't play. She, she We rescued her. She doesn't seem to know how to play. Is that is that worrying? Is that a bad I, 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 I don't think it'd be worrying. It's just... A, uh, a character trait, I suppose. I'm sure she does things that she enjoys doing. She does, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, just running in general, she yeah. enjoys. But she, if you throw a ball for her, she'd just look at you. Yeah. Just look at the ball by it's, and by. It's mm. funny. It's, it's probably, first of all, a genetic thing. So some dogs, like retriever breeds, for example, um, they're designed, they've been bred specially to chase things. Um, um, but other dogs just, le- it's also learned, some dogs learn at a young age that it's fun to do that. You might be able to teach her to do it if you're very patient um, just by throwing her the ball and 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 um, when if she happens to pick it up and bring it back to you like one time giving her loads and loads of praise and maybe a treat and she might learn that it's a good way of getting rewards and you could teach her to, to chase a ball as well mm-hmm. um, but it sounds to me like she's happy enough doing what she does anyway I think she is <laughs> so what's the, the take home message piece about stick throwing just don't throw sticks for your dog um, find an alternative and my advice would be get a chuck it ball with a long ball thrower as well and um, you'll have as much fun and it'll be much much safer. Perfect. Pizza Vet, thank you so much.